Hey guys, and welcome to the Poland Technology Podcast. My name is Ken Coyne. I'm your host and founder. Being a technology leader myself in Poland, I often get asked about technology here, be it technology trends, how to access Polish tech talent to build and support applications, or how can we sell our tech or service in Poland. Therefore, I created this podcast, which is targeted at tech leaders who want to learn more about Polish tech. We will interview the people who've gone through these experiences and learn from their success as well as failures. Today, my guest is Martin Ring, who currently leads the Wolf Summit, one of the largest technology conferences in Poland, which has hosted over 16,000 people from over 67 countries. Prior to this, he was the MD of Bank of New York Mellon, where he built the bank up from 85 to over 1,500 people in Poland. He was also Vice President of the ABSL for over four years, which is the leading organization representing the business services sector in Poland. Martin has over 30 years experience with 14 of those years in Poland. In our conversation, we talk about Poland, quality of talent there, and how he built up the delivery center of over 1,500 people. I'm delighted to introduce you to Martin. Welcome to the show, Martin. We'd love to hear more about how you ended up in Poland. No, thanks, Ken, for the opportunity to talk today. You know, Poland is uh, very close to my heart, I have to say. I first came here in 94, not long after it got its independence. And um, in that, since then, there's been a lot of change, a lot of change for the positive, you know, and, and kind of if we fast forward to recent times, we have a booming economy that's uh, averaging over 3% plus last six years in a row consistently. Um, wow. Very buoyant business services market and particularly technology is really exciting. There's a lot going on. Uh, in fact, it's a great time to be investing in Poland. And a lot of it, in fact, it all boils down to talent. The quality of education is excellent here. You've 1.35 million students in Poland, and you've got yeah. 300, you know, you've got a pipeline of 365,000 graduates each year. And around 40% of those would be from technology, sciences, mathematics. So the quality of the talent is extremely high and there's plenty of talent. So what we're seeing is, you know, there's, there's a very interesting McKinsey report recently, actually, which is looking to, you know, the next steps for Poland. And it, it, it believes that for Poland and Central Eastern Europe, you know, Poland is 40 million people, uh, Central Eastern Europe, 100 million people, that digitization is the future. And all, all of these economies, Poland, you know, they have strong internal domestic markets which is an important factor, you know, and, and given that there's such strong GDP growth within these economies, not only do you have the opportunity for marketing internationally, but also you've got a strong domestic market as well. So interesting times and a lot going on, Ken, you know. Wow. And how, how, how did you end up in Poland, Martin? Yeah, no, the, the, I, was, I was working in financial services and there was a lot of opportunities uh, when, when the Berlin Wall came down in Central Eastern Europe, World Bank, EBRD were funding a lot of projects and needed consultants who had financial services experience to help migrate the financial services sector from being a state-managed economy to a free market economy. And that's how it all started. And uh, I got to uh, the privilege of starting in Poland in a city called Poznan in '94. I then went on to live and work in Russia for two years, Moscow, 95, St. Petersburg, 96. And then I went down to the Balkans, was living in Croatia 
and spent a lot of time in Bosnia Herzegovina as well and Slovenia. So got to travel really all over Central Eastern Europe in you know nineties to two thousand. Uh, in two thousand, came back to Poland. I was very involved in one of, one of the the largest mergers in the banking sector. Two regional banks that were merged: a bank called Bank Zachodni and another bank called WBK. And they are now the third largest bank in Poland. They were bought uh, for 3.5 billion euro by uh, Santander a number of years back, and they're doing very well now. So that was a great experience. Went back to Ireland in 2006, and the business services was booming and got very involved in financial data management and database management, which was really interesting, and came back to Poland in 2011 to lead BNY Mellon, they only had 85 people when I arrived, secured a $100 million investment, and we grew it to over, well, when I left, it was 1,600 people. So I was very involved at an industry level as well. You know, the business services industry in Poland only employed about 40,000 people back in 2004, 2005, and now employs approximately 300,000 people. So at an industry level, I was vice president of the Association of Business Service Leaders in Poland. So, you know, had the privilege of being involved at an industry level while this growth was taking place, which is very insightful. And um, the end of last year, I left BNY Mellon. I was looking to do something different. And I just felt that the next step really was to get involved in startups, innovation. And particularly when you look at digitization, you know, the predictions are that by 2030, digitization is going to be worth globally $13 trillion. And, you know, with the talent pool that exists in Poland, with the talent pool that exists in Central Eastern Europe, if you look at talent, generally speaking, Central Eastern Europe, there's 230,000 graduates each year in technology, science, and mathematics-related topics. So the talent pool that's there in terms of innovation, in terms of bright people with tremendous ideas, it's a tremendous, tremendously deep pool. And um, with a colleague of mine who'd been very involved in startups, Michael Chaffee, we acquired the Wolf Summit. And the, the Wolf Summit showcases the best of innovation and talent in the Central and Eastern European region. You know, and, and as I say, the region has been growing at an extraordinary pace and it's been fostering a fertile climate of entrepreneurship and creativity. And, you know, the Wolf's and what we do is we, we effectively act as matchmakers, bringing together investors with talented and promising startups. And we just had um, a tremendous conference there in, in October in Warsaw. Actually, we had we had startups from all over Central Eastern Europe. We also had startups from the UK with us as well. In fact, one startup, Pink, had successfully in March gained their initial seed capital, and uh, they were able to get another two million euro as part of their next round of financing at, at our conference in October. So, you know, really exciting times. A lot going on. Wow, well done, Martin. And in terms of that, I mean, the startup scene. Uh, how do you see it going now? What's the, where's, what's the future with it? Where's it going to? Oh, look, the, the opportunities are tremendous. As I say, like globally, you know, where things are going, we're talking about nexus of 10% of global wealth is going to be digitization. So that's where the opportunities are. And obviously, to really take advantage of that, you need to be investing in innovation. You need to be investing in startups. 
that are agile, that have ideas, that are creative. You know, I think people perhaps traditionally think California or somewhere, you know, right. in, of innovation. But in actual fact, there's a, an immense hub here. As I mentioned, you know, you've got 230,000 very, very bright people here who, you know, the large talent pool with respect to science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, there's more than 230,000 graduates in these subjects. That was, for example, 2016. You know, so that just gives you an idea. Uh, it's our tapping into that type of talent and the opportunities in terms of capturing that $13 trillion that's, that's going to be there in 2030. Where is this investment coming from? I mean, at the moment, where is it current, currently and uh, where are you well, looking you at know, achieving? Well, I mean... UK are doing a, have been doing a great job in terms of fostering innovation and investing in, in innovation. And they're probably the leader in Europe and France and Germany then would be too far behind them. So I think obviously that's the Western European side, but you know, Central Eastern Europe is, has huge potential. There isn't the same degree of investment because there isn't the awareness of what's happening here. And that's one of our objectives at Wolf Summit is to facilitate and introduce Western investment or indeed Asian investment, international investment into Poland to be able to tap into this pool, this talent pool that exists. So we'll sum up with this talent pipeline coming through of startups and our true Wolf Summit, we can facilitate individual meetings. People can cherry pick and identify startups that they'd like to meet and we can facilitate, you know, two days of one-to-one meetings with startups for interested investors. Very, very interesting, Martin. But um, one of the questions I often get asked, you know, is people don't understand it's Eastern Europe, you know, the challenges, bureaucracy, the legals, finance aspect of it. How can you help with that or can you help in that area? Ah, yes. No, I mean, there's plenty of opportunities. There's, there's a, you know, there's, there's a lot of players who've been around now for some time in Central Eastern Europe. And it's actually much easier to do business than people might think. You know, the legal systems are, are, are quite modern. There are degrees of bureaucracy, that's true. But once you're working with the right players and getting the right guidance and advice, you can overcome the boundaries. And, you know, if you take, for example, if you take Ops Talent, for example, yes. we would basically cover off and cover the administrative aspects so that anybody who's investing in talent in Poland can focus on the job that needs to be done and defining their unique requirements. And then Ops Talent basically covers off the administrative issues, you know, and will find the talent for people, you know. So nearshoring is something that has grown enormously in Poland, and there's a huge opportunities there where investors can just focus on their business needs and then companies like Ops Talent will actually, in actual fact, shoulder the burden, find the people, and get the job done. Great, Martin. And I just just to ask you about your time at the Bank of New York, and you secured that hundred million investment, and you started building the talent there. Could you just give us some more information about that? How you went about it, and what were the challenges you faced, and how you overcame those challenges? Well, you know, just to to, to generalize, I would say that a lot of people. Have probably a lot of investors probably haven't invested in Poland and wouldn't be familiar with Poland. And the first thing is encouraging people to come over and then introducing them to talent and basically showing them what, what is being accomplished. 
because there's a perception. People have perceptions, perhaps, of Central Eastern Europe, but things have changed enormously here. And it's when people come over, they actually see what booming economies there are here, the quality of talent that's here, you know, the fluency in international languages here. Basic questions I get is, you know, would we have to learn Polish if we have employees in Poland? No, everybody, everybody in business services speaks English. You know, the average language is in Poland would be 2.2 amongst graduates. So they'd have their native language, Polish, and they'd have two other languages, you know. English is, is, is the first one. And usually they'd have German, Spanish, French, Italian, a second language as well, you know. Yes. And were you delivering multiple languages at the bank or were you just focused? Was it mainly English based? It was mainly English based, but we we're also, also delivering services in a couple of other international languages, including German and Japanese. But, you know, languages, there, there are business services companies in Poland that can cover off any language that you care to mention on the earth, you know. Yes. Um, so, you know, languages are not an issue per se. And in terms of cost, it is, is Poland, I mean, is it a good value for money option then, would you say? Yeah. I mean, the main positive, I would say, is the quality of talent and, the, the, and people are very committed very innovative, creative, and very keen to succeed and develop themselves. And then you're getting this tremendous talent and a, a tremendous value for money price. Now, if you're just looking for cheap, look, you know, you'll probably find Asia or some other uh, continent or India will maybe cheaper. But if you're looking for tremendously talented people at an excellent value for money price, whose culture is, you know, a European culture, stroke American type culture, but Poland's a very good place to invest. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. And in terms of, you mentioned culture. I mean, is there any key differences that companies should watch out for in terms of cultural differences between Western Europe or US or different countries? It's quite unique to Poland. I would say in, in general, no. In general, no. But I mean, there will always be very slight differences. But I would say in terms of investing here, it's positive because of the people tend to drive themselves to succeed and are very keen to develop themselves. So it's a hard working culture, quite frankly. Okay. Thank you. And if a company was for, wanted to enter the Polish market and start accessing Polish talent, I mean, first of all, they'd have to go about it internally. What do you recommend they need to start doing and how would they go about it in your experience? Well, you know, if you're coming into the market cold and you're not familiar with the market, you're then going to have to build up a knowledge and an understanding of the legal and technical and accounting and taxation framework. And you're going to have to invest in that. You're also going to have to invest locally in terms of human resources and, and, and in terms of your recruitment. And that's going to take time and you're going to lose time if you want to do that yourself. Now, if you're going to do a large scale company, perhaps it may be worth your time doing it from a long run perspective. But I would always recommend actually leveraging off, particularly, particularly small, medium sized firms, medium sized firms, leveraging off an experienced firm that offers nearshoring or offshoring services and that way you can get up and running very quickly and then you have you don't have to concern yourself regarding the administrative burden the accounting the taxation 
all of these other aspects that on a day-to-day basis will, will drag you down and keep you occupied and will distract you from you know, your core business objectives. It makes a lot of sense, Martin. And in terms of, you know, we all have our lessons learned from our experiences. I mean, is there any kind of lessons learned that you could share with our audience that would help them going about this process? Lessons learned? I'd probably have invested in Wool Summit two or three years earlier. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and moved out of the corporate world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when is the next Wool Summit? And, uh, how can people learn more about it? Yeah, 23rd, 24th of March. So we're going to be advertising that very shortly. So if you're interested in innovation and want to meet talented, the best of startups in Poland and Central Eastern Europe, you're going to find them in the Wolf Summit. That's a great. Thank you, Martin. And would you say it's mainly for investors and startups or is, do you also appeal to other oh, audience members? Yeah, so obviously our, our it is uh, our clients are startups and investors and corporates. You know, corporates who are looking to access talent and access and leverage innovation. So corporations, investors, and startups. But if you're interested in general, you will get very good insights into what's happening and get a sense of you know the dynamism of where the direction that business is taking for the future in terms of innovation and technology. Great, Martin. And just in relation to the Poland Advisory Services, which is your company, how do you help your clients in relation to this company? What do you offer? Yeah, so, I mean, what we would offer is for companies who, you know, are looking to invest in Poland in terms of accessing the talent pool that's there you know this is where we bring our know-how knowledge expertise and connections to support people in that regard fantastic okay martin listen well thank you for your time today it's very much appreciated so just for audience if they want to get in touch with you where is the best place to find out about martin ring yeah linkedin you'll get me in linkedin fantastic thanks martin what i want to do is in the show notes i'll put in a link to your linkedin profile and thank you for your time today it was really very insightful and uh, hope we'll meet up again soon thank you mark thank you Ken. all the best